Hey everybody, today is October 27th, 2021. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Today we've got a supersized episode of Just for Variety with the cast of Eternals. Coming up, I'm talking to Gemma Chan, Selma Hayek, Kumail Nanjiani, and more about Angelina Jolie's Canary Islands Halloween party and their on-set Christmas shopping. But first, let's take a dip into this week's Just for Variety column. I don't know about you, but I can't wait to see Sarah Jessica Parker and company in Just Like That, the much-anticipated Sex and the City reboot coming to HBO Max later this year. I was at the recent L Women in Hollywood event, and I caught up with Nicole Ari Parker. She's one of the actors of color who have been added to the cast. Nicole Ari Parker tells me that, yes, issues revolving around race will be addressed on the show. She said, we're real people and they've been great to work with. And some of our storylines deal with race and deal with real experiences. It's New York City. And of course, there would be no sex in the city without a lot of sex. We're grown-ass women, so we know how to keep it sexy, Parker said. It's piping hot. You could read more of my column just for Variety in the pages of the magazine or online at Variety.com. Welcome back to Just for Variety, Eternals from director Chloe Zhao is the latest film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to be hitting theaters. The cast includes Gemma Chan, Salma Hayek, Kumail Nanjiani, and Lauren Ridloff. So let's get this supersized episode of Just for Variety started with Nanjiani and Ridloff. The voice you hear for Ridloff is her interpreter because she is deaf. Kumail, you're finally a superhero. Did it. You're a superhero. I... I remember when you came to Variety, you had just started working out. I think you were in like men's health. And now we see the superhero biceps in action. Yeah, you know, I was, it was really, I was really, the fact that Kevin and Nate and Chloe, you know, saw me on Silicon Valley or the big sick and said, oh, he should be a superhero. I just am extremely grateful that they gave me this opportunity and trusted me to do it. It was you know, it was a dream come true, a dream that I'd never even dared to dream. So it's, it's all them. I'm very grateful to them. Lauren, let's talk about training to play a superhero. When did you start? How hard was it? Did you take ice baths? How did you recover? Well, it's funny because actually when I started training, they told me to stop running. They didn't want me to continue to run because they actually, they saw me, they wanted my build as a runner more as a sprinter. So we did a lot of, you know, squats, a lot of plyo workouts, and then a lot of core work. I did a lot of Pilates because when you're actually doing the running for the film, you actually had to run on at a, over in an angle and wire work. And so Mm -hmm. you're connected to wires. And so it takes a lot of core work. So, but no ice baths but definitely a lot of swearing. (laughs) How much pain were you in, Kamal, when you were doing all that stunt work? Were you just, did you just come home and I just bruised? Well, you know, there was was one day that was specifically very challenging for me because, you know, on that day, Chloe was like, oh, we shouldn't shoot it like this. We should shoot it like this. And it ended up being way better. And even that day, I was like, oh, Chloe's, this makes my job much harder, but she's exactly right. If we do it this other way, it's going to look so much cooler. And, you know, with the physical pain, I didn't get injured or anything, but I had a huge bruise on my leg from doing it. You know, I actually took a picture of it. It's, it was massive. For me, the stress there was, I just want to get it right. Because if I get it right, this scene is going to be awesome. You know, and, and the stunt people make you feel very, very safe. 
you know it's going to be uncomfortable. But if you pull it off, people are going to clap in the theater. <laughs> so, Lauren, let's have some fun here. If you were an eternal, what time period would you want to live in and who would you want to meet? Let's see. Um, I would love to meet Frida Kahlo. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in Mexico City, you know, in <laughs> the height of her paint, painting. That would actually make Macari's day. <laughs> Kumal, what time period would you want to live in? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I, not that long ago, because, because I think we there was a little sweet spot where we had figured out a lot of our problems and we hadn't had new ones show up yet. So I would say, you know, I I would have loved to have been in Hollywood in the seventies. I know it's not as beautiful and poetic an answer as Lauren's, but I feel like back then you were kind of like king of the world if you were like a movie star in Hollywood. So that seems like a pretty fun life. This seems like a theme with you because you are the big Bollywood star in Eternal. Yeah, yeah, listen. You want that limousine rock yeah. and roll life. No, I, I want luxury. I, I don't want to, you know, some people like to go camping, you know. I don't even glamp. I just go to hotels. <laughs> and let's talk about that dancing scene. Had you ever danced like that before? Was that also in on your bucket list? No, not on my bucket list. Uh, I did not, I had never danced like that before. I was actually very intimidated to do that scene. You know, Emily, my wife, who you know, she's always the one who's trying to pull me under the dance floor. And I'm like even scared to dance in front of like just normal people and nobody's looking at you. And so this was like, I know millions of people are going to watch me do this. So I tried to talk Chloe out of doing it, but she was like, nope, we're gonna do this. So what do you need? I was like, give me a dance teacher. So I, so I learned that 90 second dance for four months. Lilika <laughs> was, was our choreographer and she taught me. And uh, <laughs> it was so funny. The first lesson I had was that she showed me some moves and I sort of did them. And we worked together for an hour and I finally did all the moves. And she was like, that's great. Do you think you could do it on beat? <laughs> That is it so ended up being very fun to shoot, though. Two full days we shot that ended up being really fun. That's very passive-aggressive of a choreographer. But she wasn't even trying to be passive-aggressive. That was her being kind. It was so sweet. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You're going to have a long four months. And Lauren, what was your most fun? You didn't get to do a, a dance scene in a Bollywood film, but where did you have the most fun? Huh. Let me see here. How can I say this without any spoilers? Let me see. I almost slipped earlier. Um, I think I probably had, nope, I I guess I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, okay. Well, let me just say one of the most fun moments offset was when Angie hosted a Halloween party when all of us got dressed up and you know, I won best costume with Brian. The two of us dressed up as characters from the movie Midsommar. So, were you in the dress? Were you in the dress? Yep, the whole whole thing, the head head headset, everything. You have to go to the Academy Museum. The dress is on display. Oh, really? <laughs> ah, I have to check it out. Okay, Kumail, what did you go to at the Halloween party? And don't tell me you didn't get an invite. 
I did get an invite, but I actually didn't go because we were shooting on location and I finished a couple of days before him and Emily was back in London. So I decided to fly back and be with her instead of going to this amazing costume party. I don't regret not being there, but the pictures seem amazing and I do regret not being there. So you tell people that you turned down an invitation to go to Angelina Jolie's Halloween party, you are a good husband. You are a really good husband. Yeah, I got some points. I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to say, he did miss out on seeing Angelina dress up as a giraffe with black heels. As she should. That was Camille Nanjiani and Lauren Ridloff. We're going to take a short break, but when we return, I'm talking to Selma Hayek. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. In Eternals, Selma Hayek plays Ajax, the leader of this group of immortal superheroes. Hayek and I talk stunt work and Christmas. Hola. Hola, Mark. So good to see you. Good to see you. Are you well? You finally saw it. I did. I saw you flying in the air. I couldn't wait for you to see it. It's so wonderful. It's just so much. It's so much fun. Obviously, the message and the cast, what a great, I mean, the chemistry between all of you is there. Was it there right away? I think so. I mean, we are a lot of people. Yeah. So some things click faster than others, you know, and it started moving. It's also difficult to work with so many actors, no matter what, just in terms of blocking, just technically, it's very difficult to do a movie with so many, so many characters. Just where you put the light, how you're gonna put the camera, where move here, move there. Chloe, by the way, had no difficulty whatsoever. <laughs> uh, but you're a little bit at the beginning finding your place in this world. Mm. And it was really fast. It was really fast. We clicked really fast. And and I think it's grown through this awaiting for for. For the theaters to be open again, you know, it's a long time since we did this and we didn't disconnect with each other. Mm. Again, you're more connected to some than to others, but we didn't disconnect. And the ones that I didn't see the minute I saw them, it was like, uh, you know, a love feast all over again. And your daughter was there. What did she think? She is a tough critic. Mm. And I was afraid. And uh, I was more afraid of her review than the Variety review, I have to tell you. (laughs) And uh, she came out and she said, Mom, it's a really good movie. Actually, I think it's the best superhero movie so far that I've ever seen. Did your job. I was so (laughs) proud. Not about myself, because I know I was already proud of her. So you had to do some action in the movie. You're flying around on wires. How do you get in? Do you have to get in special shape for that? Or they just hook you up and you go? Or are you doing, you know, are you training to get flex? I mean, flexible at least. No, no, I this I can do. I've been doing it for a long time. Right. Because of the meditation and the yoga, I, I don't have the muscle. Mm-hmm. But I have the 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 flexibility, the coordination, 
um, not the muscle, not the muscle. Mm. But, so I did a little bit of the choreography. It's very sad for me to admit that I move very easily with the shotgun. Just, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm against violence and, 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 you know, arms, but for some reason, my body just knows what to do with it. And I think the reason might have been Robert Rodriguez, going back to that, but um, they're like, oh, you have to shoot with a shotgun. Let me train you. I said, no, it's okay. Just pass me the, pass me the gun. I don't have to do this, <laughs> uh, which is kind of scary, but it is what it is. And um, I, I like wires. I like flying. I yeah. like wires. So it was not as heavy as some of my co-stars who, ooh, they had to work hard. They had mm. to work hard and have the discipline to shoot and wake up in the morning and go learn more and more and more choreographies. And yeah, mm. they're divided by two groups. The ones that are physically trained for war, the eternal right. star, half of them are, the, and the other half have all the kind of powers that are, that have nothing to do with violence, you know, like mind mm -hmm. and healing and, um, you know, somebody controls the mind, somebody, it's an inventor, somebody creates fantasies, somebody does transformation. Um, so, and that's also what makes the, 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 the movie very interesting, how these strange superpowers come to play uh, when there is, there are moments of chaos. So let's go back. Let's, let's say you really are an eternal what time period would you want to live in? Well, this is kind of boring. Go ahead. This is my sense of like the heroism in my eternal. I think today there's a lot of things to fix. There's a lot of things to fix right now. Humanity really needs this external force to come and put some sense into the world. Mm. So... Oh, I would have loved to explore and live in other times, but I think there's no time like today. We really need some help. We really do need some help, but you're still hopeful. You're still smiling. You're still, you think, you think humanity could be saved. I think, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I, but I am hopeful. So the combination of being hopeful and not knowing, it's a good one because not knowing reminds you to appreciate everything in life right. a lot more. And this is what really gives me hope because if everybody starts appreciating life and earth and each other, then we really can change and fix things. So were you in the Canary Islands for Angelina's Halloween party that everyone's talking about? I missed the party. I really wanted to come, but I missed you and Kit. Yes, I was doing something else. I arrived. I know I arrived. Today. Don't worry, we hang out. We had a good time. Oh, uh, you didn't. You did Christmas at your house. You had holidays. With yeah, Angelina did Halloween. We're very organized, Angelina. I did Christmas. Then you know what we did. So, oh, I, I've, I've almost forgot about that. We did for the crew, Angie and I together. Uh, uh, a bazaar in the lot for Christmas with all kinds of crafts and things and, and food and drinks for people. We were so busy, nobody could go shopping. 
So we got like local artisans to, we created a, a, a tent for them to come and bring their things and sell their homemade things and handmade things. And for the whole crew and for ourselves to find special things uh, for the Christmas presents because we were so busy and it was so lovely. They were there all day. Wow. I want to be on that set. Selma, it's good seeing you. I'm glad we got to see each other the other night before the site, the isolation I was at um, L the other day. So uh, last night, last night. Last night, and yes, I didn't, I didn't. But how good was my Demi? She was so great. She delivered your words perfectly. Did she do the accent? I didn't see it. Oh my god, I was so heartbroken. Yeah. Well, hopefully next time again we'll see each other in person. Yes. Stay safe and be well. Thank you. That was Selma Hayek. Going to take one more short break, but when we return, I've got Gemma Chan. In Eternals, Gemma Chan is front and center as Cersei, who has had a centuries-long romance with fellow superhero Icarus, played by Richard Madden. Here, Gemma talks about stunt work and Halloween. Plus, I ask her for an update on the Crazy Rich Asian sequel. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? We match, you both look like Easter. I know. (laughs) I love your bow tie, by the way. Thank you. Amazing. Uh, How are you? How how are you doing in isolation? I'm I'm doing okay, thanks. It's it's not ideal, but it it is what it is. Yeah. You know what? Safety first, safety first. I was at the event last night. It was a gorgeous event. Your video remarks, um, people very much appreciated them. Oh, I was very sad not to be able to be there, but you know, it was still such an honor to have been um, yeah, honored alongside my, the amazing women of Eternals. So, so um, what I didn't get to talk to you about the other night was training to do the stunt work you know, you're doing flips, you were doing cartwheels. Tell me, when did you start training and what was it like? Well, you know what, actually, I, I feel like I did more, there was more physical training for my role in Captain Marvel because she was a warrior. Mm. Um, Cersei is is more of a thinker and more of a, I mean, I did have to do, I did have to do wire work and there were, you know, we did have those big set pieces and those fights, but actually, um, you know, a lot of her powers were that she you know she can manipulate matter and change one thing to another so it was kind of being tactile touching objects I mean it, in that sense it was a little bit easier than some of the stuff <laughs> I had to do before yeah. um did you miss did you want to get in on those action scenes because so I mean those Angelina action scenes are intense I, she's, oh, so she's brilliant she is one of the best at doing that kind of stuff so I was just in awe um, but no, I mean, I had, I, I, the, what I did have to do, I, 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 it was more than enough. I mean, there were days where I would be submerged in freezing cold water in the middle of a forest. Um, yeah, which was meant to be the Amazon, but actually it was England, uh, in the winter. <laughs> so <laughs> trying not to shiver because it's meant to be balmy and like tropical. Uh, but actually, you know, you are absolutely frozen to the bone. Um, yeah, there, there were different challenges with this film. Well, what was the most challenging? What was the most challenging part? Gosh, um, I would say trying to hold on to uh, a sense of groundedness and a sense of truth in those 
quieter character beats and moments mm. amongst the craziness of what these productions are like and the big set pieces and everything else. Yeah. And Richard, I mean, when you get to work with a friend that closely, this, you know, this groundbreaking um, film, did the two of you like in between takes look at each other and sort of like pinch yourselves going, where are we right now? Yeah. Oh, we, we definitely did. We could have a few moments where we'd catch each other's eye and just go, how on earth did we end up here? <laughs> it's, it's surreal for sure. Um, but no, it, it was wonderful to work with my friends. We've known each other for such a long time. We've never worked together before. Um, but to be playing lovers who have been, you know, together on and off for 5,000 years, to be with someone who I know so well and who... You know, we've, we're not afraid to be stupid in front of one another. We know how to make mm. people laugh. We know how to push one another's buttons. And that, that helped an awful lot, I have to say. And if you were an eternal, what time period would you want to live in? What would you want to experience? I would have loved to have seen ancient Rome in its mm. time. That would have been incredible. That or, Why is that? Or, or ancient Egypt. Um, you know, these great civilizations and periods. One of the amazing things about the film is I think it highlights some periods that perhaps we haven't seen as much uh, mm -hmm. in, in film. And, you know, yeah, but ancient Babylon, I, I wasn't really that familiar with that culture or that time period, but they built a whole Babylonian village for us to explore. And we were just allowed to improvise and explore it. And that was incredible. What was it like walking? walking on a set like that it, 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 it sounds like going back in time really and you know getting on my hands and knees putting my fingers in the soil and you know the research and the detail like that all the departments of the film uh, I, I just think they did such a good job and the work and the thought that goes into everything so I just I'm just so appreciative of, of everyone's contribution to the film so tell me about um, Angelina Jolie's uh, Halloween party on the Canary Islands. I've heard all about it. Everyone's talking about it. What did you go dressed as? Well, Angie knows how to throw a good party, that's for sure. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I didn't have that long to sort out costume. We've been working, Rich and I, you know, we were in every single day. We had no right. time. So this is my excuse. I, I did a Pulp Fiction, uh, uh, you know, Uma Thurman's character, and I was, because <laughs> that was what I could kind of get my hands on. But then I went to the party and there were like six other people in the same costume. I was like, oh, we all got the memo, but fine. Anyway. <laughs> so what did Richard go as? Does he go as a Pulp Fiction character too or no? No, he was like some kind of skeleton. Yeah, skeleton thing. Yeah. And then Selma was telling me, Selma was telling me that she and Angelina prepare this whole bazaar so you could all go Christmas shopping because you didn't have time to go Christmas shopping? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, yeah. Yeah, they know to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're amazing. They know how to, yeah, to, um, how to throw a party, how to bring everyone together and yeah, it was, it was amazing. And I did see John M. Chu last night so when will that Crazy Rich Asian sequel start filming? Gosh, I, I don't know. They don't, I, I've heard that they're still working on it. It's hopefully still going to happen. I don't know. I don't know when everyone's going to be free, but I hope, it's, I hope we do it soon. 
I know because you have more Eternals movies to make. I know, <laughs> I know you can't tell me how many, but you definitely have some more there. Well, I don't know. I mean, don't ask me. Ask Kevin Feige. He, he <laughs> I, I, they don't tell us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so good seeing you again. Um, be well, be safe, and then um, I'll see you on the next carpet. Thank you. You too. Take care. Thank you, love. That was Gemma Chan. Thanks so much for listening to this week's Just for Variety. Remember, make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mark Malkin. For all your up-to-the-minute Hollywood news, go to Variety.com. See you next time. Mm-hmm.